0: Hi there, baseball fans, and welcome to the Post Game Show after the team from Southern California rebounded from two losses up north and earned their first win in the Interstate 5 series, a 6-2 Game 3 victory at Dodger Stadium. Chavez Ravine was rocking. The sound system was cranked up from deafening to, hey, you can hear the music and sound effects from space. (laughs) We'll start the story of this game at the end, which couldn't have been more thrilling. Barry Bonds, who had hit four homers in the first two games of the series, came to bat with two outs, the bases loaded, and the Northern California team down four. Bonds could have tied the game with one swing, and the way he was going in this series, you, you thought there was no way he'd fail. But Raleigh Fingers uh, brought that, uh, that big mustache onto the mound. Uh, he had created the mess, and then he got out of it by getting Bonds to pop out for the 27th out. So Jim Palmer started for the Socals, provided a performance they needed to avoid going down 3-0 in the series. Uh, it helped that his offense pounded CC Sabathia for five runs on a two-run Mark McGuire homer in the first and a three-run blast from Fred Lynn in the second. Lefty Gomez relieved Sabathia and kind of made a case that he should have maybe been that starting pitcher in this game. He pitched six in the third shutout innings. Uh, he gave the NorCal offense a chance, but they couldn't capitalize. And I bring in Northern California manager Bruce Jenkins. Uh, and, you know, while, Bruce, you're managing this team in this in this series, Gabe Kapler is the one who set the rotation for the first three games. And Sabathia was a controversial choice. I
1: mean, what would the options have been? Gomez, I imagine, would have been one. Oh, without a doubt. Uh, pitching for the 1934 Yankees, one of the great World Series pitchers ever, if you look it up. Um, and, you know, uh, a good change of pace as a left-hander. Uh, would have been a wonderful choice. Uh, Dave Stewart would have been a good choice. I'm sure anybody who followed Dave Stewart's uh, Oakland A's career, uh, about as big a money pitcher, whoever came along. Uh, we got CC uh, fr- from Kappler's call. It didn't work out. I will say that as I, I met the press afterward, my first words were, that damn Kapler, what the hell <laughs> does he know? No, actually, I, I didn't even mention Kapler. I'm not going to say, ah, you know, this is not my fault. <laughs> so, uh, CC's a hell of a pitcher. He got hammered. He got hammered by two of the best. That, that's the thing here. I mean, you talk about Mark McGuire and Fred Lynn, and and uh, not everybody's going to stand out. So, uh, put us in a hole, and now this is a series. Yeah,
0: and I mean, this was the biggest home run Fred Lynn had hit since he took Atlee Hammacher deep for the first grand slam in All-Star Game history in 1983. <laughs> he probably, you know, came to the plate thinking, Gosh, I sure wish I had Atlee Hamaker on the mound and not CC Sabathia, but he made the most. Um, <laughs> Lefty Gomez, six and a third shutout innings. I mean, Lefty was, uh, in his era, one of the greatest World Series pitchers ever, wasn't he?
1: Yeah, I think he was. Was he 5-0 and oh, lifetime? I'd have to look that up. I, I, uh, I know we're using his 1934 season in particular, but... He was just an automatic in the World Series. Uh, you know, it's a huge part of those great teams with uh, Joe DiMaggio, Bill Dickey, Red Rolfe, you know, before, uh, before the Mantle and DiMaggio era. Uh, uh, Joe Joe D, I worked in there too. But, uh, yeah, Lefty Gomez, you know, he uh, talked about the, uh, the conversation, the dugouts, he was a little restless. Here's game three and he's still not starting. But, man, to go six and a third allowing one hit against this lineup is, is phenomenal.
0: Yeah. It's a, a phenomenal performance by Gomez. Uh, you know, it's too bad. It was kind of wasted. Uh, I wouldn't say garbage time because the game was, was still close, but, uh, you know, he, he, he wasn't able to pitch with a lead that well. And unfortunately for the North Jim Palmer, just, uh, I mean, he just had a, a great game, which you, you would expect from him. Um, I presume he was pitching with pants on, not just in underwear. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the Southern, the Northern California lineup, which is, which is a heck of a lineup. Um, just couldn't come back and uh, so this game started the way the first two did uh, up north at Seal Stadium and Candlestick Park with the home team getting a first inning jump with the long ball. Sabathia walked Ted Williams which uh, well you know happens a lot uh, in the series and and in real life that brought Mark McGuire
2: to the plate and here's John Miller with the call. Last half of the first inning nothing nothing but Ted Williams who walked is at first base and Mark McGuire at the plate against Sabathia. McGuire, big right handed batting slugger and the pitch. And he hits one deep way back into center field. This one has a chance. Way back there, still going and goodbye. A two-run homer for Mark McGuire. Not into Big Mac land, but in a tough place usually to hit a home run here at Dodger Stadium. And just like that. Southern California needing a win has a 2-0 lead. The Socals continued their assault on Sabathia
0: in the second inning. Robin Yount hit a double over Willie Stargill's head into the right field corner. And catcher Lance Parrish walked. I think Parrish getting his first start of the series. Then the big blow, a three-run homer by Fred Lynn that gave the Socals a 5-0 lead. So right off the bat, we have five runs with Jim Palmer on the mound to protect the lead. It's almost a reverse image of game two when the NorCals took an early lead and Tom Seaver ran with it and pitched a three-hitter for the win. Bruce, what is it you've loved about watching Jim Palmer throw over the years?
1: Oh man, one of the most stylish pitchers ever. I'll never forget the 1979 World Series in Baltimore, one of his starts. You know, they warm up down the third baseline and and as Palmer finished his warmups and started walking toward the Orioles dugout, the fans standing, you know, like like the wave as he passed, they all stood and applauded him. Such great uh, history and so much, so much, so much to come from him. Uh, and he did strip down later for the benefit of the of the cameras for the for the audience out there in the locker room. He did do his postgame in his undies, which, which I thought was only right. But but uh, I love Jim. I love Jim Palmer. Uh, love watching him work. He, he had a beautiful pitching motion, and, you know, what what a career. Um, Tim Kirchin recently wrote that Jim Palmer never gave up a grand slam, and on a couple of times in his uh, career, he actually walked a guy with the bases loaded, not blatantly, but he walked the guy just knowing he could get the next guy because that grand slam thing meant so much to him. I'm sure it was like 8-1 to one at the time, but uh, oh, so one it was of the, the all-time greats.
0: It wasn't five to four like when Buck Showalter had uh, – or five to three when Buck Showalter had Barry Bonds walked intentionally so he could face Brent and Maine. A little, bit of a, <laughs> a little bit of a different situation. Yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, we, uh, it, it, the Northern California team is, is down, finding itself down by multiple runs for the first time in the series. Now Bonds, who had already hit a bunch of home runs, he had a chance to get the Norcals back into the game when he batted with a runner – on in a run-in in the seventh inning. Now, Southern California manager Houston Mitchell turned to Trevor Hoffman, uh, who was Dave Roberts' pick to close. Dave Roberts said he would, he would go with Hoffman and, uh, because he loved that changeup, and it worked out. Hoffman struck out Barry
2: Bonds. Barry Bonds at the plate as Northern California tries to get back into the game. Bonds, who had had four home runs in the first two games of the series, was 0-3 against Jim Palmer today, but now he's got two men on and... Uh, Trevor Hoffman in for the bullpen to face him. Six to two, Southern California leading. Hoffman with the great changeup, and uh, even Bonds has troubles with Trevor Hoffman. Two strikes to count, and the pitch swung and missed. He struck him out, and yeah. that was the changeup. Still six for two, Southern California going
0: to the last of the seven. What did you think uh, about when you, you heard Dave Roberts with all of the great closers that the Southern California's had? What were your thoughts about um, having using Hoffman in? Uh, well, this is not a closing situation. It was in the seventh inning, but sort of picking him as the as the guy that he would want in the ninth inning of a tight game.
1: Yeah. Well, as as it happened, uh, uh, in, as the voting went, there were a lot of tremendous relief pitchers. Dan Quisenberry comes quick quickly to mind as Southern California relievers that could have made this staff. As it happened, with the fans' votes, the only real relievers were Hoffman and, and Raleigh Fingers. So um, you know, Dave was uh, always partial to Hoffman, and he, what what can you say? I mean, he's uh, the San Diego fans will argue just as vociferously for him as the A's would be for for Raleigh. Uh, but, you know, Bonds had gone 0-3 against Palmer, which uh, spoke highly of Palmer. But, but Houston wanted Hoffman here, and I got a – you know, he threw a changeup and, and struck out Bonds to end the inning.
0: Yeah, well, you know, Houston is a tinkerer. We all know that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there's a lot of tinkering in this series because, I mean, yeah. you, you made it clear in the uh, – you know, before the series began that uh, – you know, there are 34 players on each team. And, you know, in the old days in a World Series, you might have 10, 11 guys – play all seven games if it went that far but you you wanted to get as many of the northern California players in as you could right
1: yeah I I started Keith Hernandez in game two at Candlestick you know out of Cappuccino High in San Bruno and uh, you just look down the bench when we get to the East Bay I'm going to be looking at Kurt Flood and Willie McGee and Jimmy Rollins it's just it's amazing and Houston and I both agreed that we're not going to make this a circus but you know at the same time. You want to get guys in. Game one, I got a bunch of old San Francisco guys. I got four guys from way back in time into that game and and, and to survive it. So that's kind of the way we both want to do it. We want to win. We don't want to make it a joke, but we want to get players in there, too.
0: OK, I didn't I didn't hear a word you said because the sound system at Dodger Stadium was so loud, loud, it was, it was <laughs> blasting my ears. So all I, I heard the word circus and then I heard
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Be- Beethoven's coming in next. Beethoven, uh, OK. The well, theme from strike three, as he wrote <laughs> so long ago. Well, we go to we go to the ninth inning and uh, the
0: Northern California team did Raleigh uh, rally against Raleigh, a Raleigh rally. Uh, <laughs> you had uh, Harry Heilman through a pinch walk. Aaron Judge also came up as a pinch hitter, and he got a pinch base hit. Uh, Ricky Henderson walked, that loaded the bases, uh, and uh, so so the Northern California team down six to two had something going here. And it seemed that even though he went zero for three uh, against Palmer and then got struck out by Hoffman, uh, it seemed like with the bases loaded and the Northern Californians down four, uh, down to their their last out, uh, it it was good to have Barry Bonds up. Didn't go the way the
2: Norcals wanted it to. And here's how John Miller called it. 6-2 to two, Southern California with two down in the ninth inning. But Raleigh Fingers, who got the first two hitters easily enough, then walked Harry Heilman, gave up a pinch hit single to Aaron Judge. And then he walked Ricky Henderson. And now Barry Bonds comes up. Bonds is the possible tying run. And he's already hit four home runs in the series, although he's 0-3 today. Jim Palmer retired him three straight times. So here's fingers with tension and drama aplenty plenty at Dodger Stadium. And he throws. Bonds swings and pops it up. First baseman Maguire over near the bag. He's got it. And that does it for the drama in the night. The fingers hangs on for the win. 6-2, Southern California. Now it's two games to one, Northern California ahead as the scene shifts to Anaheim. For game four tomorrow. All right, a
0: 6-2 Northern California loss. Uh, Northern California still has a 2-1 lead in the series. And uh, as I hope that the fans have figured out so far, uh, it, uh, the series is going to be played in a bunch of different stadiums. And uh, tomorrow, it, uh, the game four will be uh, at, at Angel Stadium of Anaheim, of Los Angeles, of Angel Land, of uh, Moreno Land of Anaheim. Uh, and, um, <laughs> Bruce, uh, you, you, did, you made a decision where you decided not to bring Randy Johnson back on short rest, but instead you're turning to Dave Stewart whom Gabe Kapler didn't select for one of the first three starts. Um, Steven Strasburg will go for the Socals. And I'm just wondering if your decision not to, um, have Randy Johnson come back on short rest had anything to do with the fact that you're ahead. Might that decision have been different if the Norcals were behind in the series?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, we're, we certainly haven't seen the last of Randy Johnson. You know, th- I'm expecting things to get, uh, interesting cause I it, did so much respect for that Southern California team, but I, I needed Dave Stewart to have a start in this series and I wasn't going to wait any longer. I mean, he just simply has to ask Roger Clemens who, who, uh, <laughs> about, about Dave Stewart, uh, who, who beat him in every big game they ever faced. So, uh, it's going to be stew and, you know, I'm leaving it open, uh, for the rest of it who, who knows how it's going to go after that we'll see how this goes but i feel good about stewart pitching pitching tomorrow in anaheim lord knows those angel fans have memories of stewart shutting down their team so we'll see how it goes
0: okay well we'll talk to you after game four when uh you will either be uh, looking at a three to one northern california lead or a two two series well until then bruce
1: talk to you then henry
0: Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the Giant Splash or A's Plus podcast so you can hear future recaps from this Golden Greats World Series.